Next, we come to the post-operative course. So the most important questions in the post-operative course is number one, when can I return to work? And number two, how much pain there will be? Both these questions are interrelated. So because of the large amount of local anesthetic in injected or infiltrated below the skin at the time of the operation, on the first post-operative day, that is the day after your surgery, you will not have much pain because there is some effect of that local anesthetic still there. On the post-operative day two and three, the pain gradually increases. And what is the pain like? What is its intensity? Most of the patients describe it akin to the muscle soreness you get after first day at the gym. After the third day, the pain gradually subsides and in about a week, you are absolutely painless. When can you return to work? So the answer is obvious. That is from post-op day four. Usually, my patients feel comfortable in resting for three days. That is the day after the surgery and two days after that when the pain is at its peak. Once the pain subsides from post-operative day four, they can usually go to work. Mind you, this does not mean that they rest in the bed for the first three days. They start moving about from the first day itself. They do, they do their household chores, they take their bath, they do whatever they want to do, but at home. From the post-op day four, they go to their work and they start gym by the end of one month. There is another thing that has to be followed in the post-operative course, at least for one month. That is the application of a compression garment. Now, why is this compression garment so important? A compression garment essentially makes sure that the skin sticks to the underlying structures. You have to realize that in liposuction, we are just removing the fat from below the skin. So we are creating a lot of empty space between the muscle and the skin. So for in order for the skin to settle back down on the muscle where we want, a body compression garment has to be worn on the areas of liposuction for one month religiously. It has to be worn 24 hours a day only to be taken off when taking a bath. So this is basically the post-operative course for the patient. As for, as for the post-operative visits, they vary from patient to patient and from surgeon to surgeon. I usually like to call my patients at least fourth day on the post-op day fourth after the surgery and after that after one week and then maybe at one month. I don't require my patients to be seen in between because it is usually unnecessary and if they have any problems, they always reach me on my phone. Next, we talk about what are the risks and complications associated with liposuction. The risks and because it's a minimally invasive procedure, the risks and complications associated with liposuction are usually minimal. So, but even then, there are some complications which can occur, but they should not be a deterrent to someone who is thinking about liposuction because they are very, very rare. And in uh, an expert body contouring surgeon's hands, they usually do not occur because he will be aware of how to prevent them. Even then, there can be some damage to the skin in form of dimpling, there can be mild uh, pigmentation problems which usually resolve, some numbness may occur which again goes after 6 to 7 months and there can be some contour irregularities if the liposuction has been done by a novice and not an expert, a person who is not experienced in liposuction. So under correction or over correction can always be there. So these are the things that are usually there with someone who has not been doing liposuction for a long period of time and has done only a few cases. So even then, if you're going for high definition liposuction, be sure that it's, he's a board certified plastic surgeon and has enough experience in these cases. Next, we go to something which is known as cryo-freezing or freezing of fat. Now, cryo-freezing is a non-invasive device. It's an outpatient based procedure, which is used to decrease the fat in specific areas of the body. 
So when I say specific areas of the body, the first disadvantage of cryofreezing just comes out that it cannot be used to reduce fat in large areas of the body. Second, it is nowhere near as effective as high definition liposuction. In fact, I can go ahead and say that it doesn't even come in the same ballpark. Cryofreezing just reduces some fat in some small area of the body that is about 20 to 30 percent of the fat over a period of time over seven to eight sessions high definition liposuction can reduce all the fat that you want in one session cryofreezing also does not have the ability to give you a definition in areas of the body it can just reduce some fat over a period of time and it is as expensive over the long run as compared to high definition liposuction Nonetheless, it is a device, it can reduce fat, it should be used, but in specific patients looking for specific things. If somebody is promising you that he can give you a high, highly defined body with cryo, then that is not going to be the case. For a high definition body, you need to get high definition liposuction done by laser or power assisted liposuction. So this brings us to the end of this video. If you have any comments or if you would like me to make some other videos on a topic that is of interest to you, then please comment in the section below and do not forget to subscribe to my channel. Thank you.